Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday, October 5th. Yesterday was, uh, let's just say, not a good day. Uh, we'll talk about that more when Dave joins us here in just a few minutes. But remember, before we get uh, Dave on the line, that there's only one thing that any of us can control within our investment portfolio, and that's how much risk you have. And so if you don't know what your risk number is, how do you know you're in the right portfolio? You don't. Give us a call, 863-382-0037, to walk through our core retirement design, to design a retirement that you have always dreamed of. Hey, with that, uh, we've got Dave joining. Morning. Hello, buenos dias. It's, uh, say, 838 now, 22 now before 9. It is time to find out what the heck is going on with your money now today. Sometimes the market's affected, sometimes the economy affects it. More often than not lately, the politicians affect it. Let's head down and see what Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services thinks, because he's already endured one rant from me this morning before we went on the air. Philip, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dad. Doing well today. You know, yesterday was, uh, let's just say, uh, somewhat of a lackluster day yesterday. Prompted your sudden lack of enthusiasm. <laughs> I call it a really sucky day yesterday. The Dow was down 324 points. S and P was down by 56 and a half. Nasdaq down a full 2.14 percent, down 311 points yesterday. I, I'd go so far as to call that another El Stinko, wouldn't you? It really was, and and it's not going to be easy to bounce back from that today. Even though we got some green ink at the beginning of the day, it's uh, it's going to take some uh, steady oars and some hard pushing to get this thing up uh, back into some green territory. And as I was alluding to, you had to put up with a rant from me, but I feel an obligation until we get through the debt ceiling uh, argument in Congress. Uh, we're going to have that touchy-touchy feeling on behalf of investors. And I, I, I was saying before we went on the air, doggone it all, everybody knows they're going to do it at the last minute right before the bonds need to be paid. It's going to end up getting extended. Congress would never allow that to not happen. And uh, we've got... What do we got, 12 or 14 of those in the last 10 years to back up that point of view? You know it's going to happen, but it sure makes Wall Street nervous when the Secretary of the Treasury stands up in Congress and says, we're all going to die, doesn't it? Well, yeah, you know, I mean, you got Janet Yellen getting in there just basically doing the, the rubber chicken circuit. I mean, she was on CNBC yesterday basically saying, you know, U.S. faces a recession if Congress doesn't address the debt limit within two weeks. Um, I know President uh, Biden was out yesterday campaigning for, hey, look, we need to get it done this week. Let's don't let it go to the last minute. And, and the thing is, Dave, the Democrats could do it. They could do it today. Um, and, but they don't want to do it the way they could do it. So I, I don't know. You know, it just gets frustrating. And that is the frustrating part. You know, they'll build down. It boils down to political measurements more than anything. The Republicans want a campaign issue, so they want to go out in 22 and say, your congressman voted to uh, take the cap off the debt ceiling and let us borrow as much as we want so he or she could spend money like a drunken sailor. And the Democrats don't want all the blame. They both know they got to do it. 
Uh, the Democrats could put a few under a reconciliation bill because money ends up being something that's without argument under reconciliation available. But nobody wants to take the political blame. So we've got until the 18th of October at midnight before we end up defaulting on a bond. And, you know, doggone good and well, about 11.59 p.m., somebody's going to do something. They're going to raise it and everything's going to be fine. And uh, I can, I'll even go out on a limb and say on the 19th, there's going to be a big uptick on Wall Street. Let's write that down, Dave. Uh, but uh, yeah. but the other thing it shows is, to me, uh, a little bit of lack of leadership that, that Biden can't get his uh, Democratic Party uh, in line to, to get this thing done when he wants to get it done. So um, I, I would rather get it done now rather than later. It, it does take the uncertainty, even though you and I agree that that uncertainty really probably doesn't exist. Um, but to the everyday person, it's uncertainty about whether or not Congress will get it done. Yep. And the word of lack of leadership, my first reaction when I heard you say that was, who'd have thunk that we'd have a lack of leadership in Washington, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I don't refer to them a bu as a bunch of muckraking uh, low normals up there with uh, no rationale whatsoever. Uh, talking about uh, supply chain issues and whatnot, a bunch of big stock market uh, stories from earning reports with warnings talking about supply chain. Now, Bank of America put out a report over the uh, evening hours referring to our uh, supply chain as being in disarray. And one of the things that I caught on the morning news this morning, now they're thinking that big oil spill off, off the coast of California was because of one of the big ships that are hanging around waiting to get to port, dragging their anchor and might very well have cut the pipeline. Now, all that can do is end up making the container ships move farther out to sea or maybe turn around and go home, which isn't going to help us one bit either. No, it really won't. You know, I mean, it's just, it seems like things just keep escalating over there out west. And, um, you, you know, we just need to get the trucks, you know, we, we need more truckers. I mean, that's the bottom line to offload the ships and, and to get the stuff out to where we need it to go. I'll borrow the company truck. You want to take a road trip? <laughs> Anything uh, counts. Uh, the other news item yesterday may not affect money except Facebook stock, but you have to giggle about it. Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, uh, let's see, TikTok, no, not TikTok. What's the other one that they got? All What's the major up? social. What's up? WhatsApp, that's it. Yep. Uh, all down for six hours. Cost Zuckerberg $6 billion in net worth in one day. You think he felt the pain? Uh, you know, I would, I would think so, but, uh, you know, it's it's trying to bump back up a little bit this morning. Not not giving, not not taking back what it lost yesterday, but it's at least in the green. Well, that's because the whistleblower is going to be up in front of the Senate today, talking about how Facebook doesn't really want to restrict all the uh, misinformation on Facebook. That's not helping their stock either, and their computers going down certainly didn't help either. You're right, it didn't because he lost a lot of money. I think they said like it was five million dollars an hour 500 I don't know, it was an astronomical number that he lost every hour uh the company lost every hour in advertising revenue oh yeah some something really big happened the, the sidebar that i saw was the even even the key cards for the facebook employees they couldn't get into the building to fix the dang computers because their key cards wouldn't work it, it, <laughs> 
You know, the American instinct to cheer for the underdog and watch the mighty fall, it was really kind of fun to watch, recognizing you knew it was temporary and it wasn't going to be a major disaster. But imagining a whole bunch of Facebook nerds sitting there pounding on the door saying, Night Guard, let me in, the door won't work. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, yeah, yeah. I know you look at some of the macro stuff and, and the, the factory orders came in yesterday after you and yeah. I spoke. And they were a little bit better than expected. You know, they expected 1.1% increase. It came in at 1.2. And that was better than the July number, which was up about seven tenths of a percent. So, so I'm thinking that's um, uh, maybe that's good news. I mean, you and I were talking about how factory orders are great, but you know, you got to get them off the ship, ship in California to, uh, to, to sell them. I know when we talked about that yesterday morning, you kind of brushed it off with that phraseology. If you can't get it unsure, it doesn't do a lot of good to order it. And looking at the curve from yesterday, uh, the dip in the market pretty much happened about the time Facebook tanked. But it was uh, about 10 o'clock when that report came out. The market pretty much went down. So evidently, investors had about the same attitude that you had toward it. It's nice news, <laughs> but what are you going to do if you can't get it off the boat, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Hey. Couple of reports out this morning, and one of the big household news ones came out. Pepsi reported how they do last quarter. Pepsi did report they they had a pretty good quarter. They beat by six cents a share, made a dollar seventy nine. Revenue was uh, better than forecasted, and Pepsi came out and raised their annual revenue forecast. Um, they're saying they're seeing an easing of pandemic restrictions, uh, which boosted sales in restaurants and movie theaters and the likes of those, and so. Uh, uh, last I checked, they were up about 1%, not, not quite so good. They're up a little less than a half a percent right now. So um, they're, they're at least heading kind of in the right direction. That's good to hear. I think they call it organic growth. Their core business is growing, and that's good news overall, isn't it? Always good news when, you're, when your organic growth is, is going the right direction. I got a new one for you today, Dave. Uh, yeah. I, I just got back from Napa, but I didn't see this one out there. Uh, Duckhorn Portfolio is a, uh, a wine producer uh, out in Napa, and they, uh, they're a publicly traded company. They, they came in at $0.08 cents a share profit, a, a penny better than expected. Um, their uh, uh, better than expected full-year earnings outlook also was given, and so... Uh, they are doing well this morning, up about 5.3%. If they stay where they are right now, they're just slightly over their 52-week high. And it's called Duckhorn Portfolio, huh? Yep, yep. So I guess it's a door. Duck, I guess when you look at the wine bottle, maybe there's a Duckhorn, duck, picture of a duck. I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, Duckhorn Wines. Well, I've got some Facebook friends that see uh, a heavy wine drinking as being a potential cure for COVID, so maybe that'll help. Huh? <laughs> maybe, at the, very maybe. Least, at the very least, keeps them active while they're in quarantine. <laughs> Resetting the table for the morning. It was a bloodbath yesterday. Not, you know, not, not catastrophic, but it was definitely a bad day on Wall Street. We kind of alluded to it at the outset, 45 minutes before we opened this morning. What's happening today, Philip? Well, we're getting a little bit of a bounce this morning, Dave, uh, pretty much across the board. we got the uh, the Dow Jones 30 up about a half a percent. S&P 500 is up about a half a percent. Uh, and the Russell 2000 is up a little over 5%, almost uh, six-tenths of a percent almost. The uh, the NASDAQ is, uh, is up about a third of a percent. So everything is looking good on that front. 
And then we look at the commodity side of things. That's a mixed bag. We got, you know, we got the gold and silver heading down, uh, both of them down a little, a little over a half a percent. Crude oil, though, is heading up closer to the number I mentioned yesterday, up a little over one and a half percent to $78.86 a barrel right now. Crap pola, and that's a big increase from the delayed quote that I've got. So the trend early morning is up from there. I think we better gas up quick because the gas is going up next week. I'd almost guarantee. How about you? I, I, I think so. I wonder how much of that is caused by the oil spill out in California taking effect. I I would suspect that's a major pipeline that they cracked or broke or did something, but something's bringing up, that's for sure. Overseas markets generally positive after a bounce back from yesterday. Japan had some internal issues. They were off, but the rest of the Asian rim was universally up. Europe is also up fractionally this morning, midway through their trading day. We kind of giggle about the people in Congress at times, Philip, but they can really affect your money. If you're getting close to retirement, this is not the bunch of people you want controlling your retirement. How do I get a hold of you to reduce the risk in my retirement portfolio? Absolutely, Dave. Hey, give us a call and, and check out our core retirement design. It will help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. And then check out our website at statlerfinancial.com and then join us this weekend. For the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and now on FM 95.3. I got you programmed. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, have a good day, my friend. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. All right, buddy. You too. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope your week is going well. Have a great day. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Take care. Until then, bye now.